create something amazing. Opportunities are like diamonds. Now there's something very exhilarating about having a dream so big that it kind of scares you a little bit. It gives you drive, it gives you ambition, it gives you motivation. Something amazing that you can walk towards. If not now, then when? Tomorrow? Tomorrow never comes. Next week? You said that last week. Might make it my New Year's resolution. So, 
that started a unfortunate pattern of my dumbass sister moving in grown fucking men to live with my mother and my mother having to accommodate both of them. Anyway, the reason I start on this foot is because, like I mentioned, we have had this apartment since the early, early 90s. And when we originally rented this apartment, it was owned by a gentleman and his wife. The landlord. His name was Louis. Louis would come down every Saturday morning without fail to cut the grass, trim the plants, and for the most part, just make sure that there was an upkeep for the apartments. As a little kid, (laughs) being naive as little kids tend to be, I just kind of thought of him as like a groundskeeper. He always came by painted anything that needed painting, fixed anything that needed fixing, cut the grass, and trimmed all the bushes and roses. It wasn't until years later that I came to understand that he actually owned the entire property and that the rent that all of us tenants paid to him was a you could say a type of allowance right for us to live here and prosper in our private lives as it were. And because he was here week in and week out, we developed a very close personal relationship with Louis. I remember not very long after we moved in, his wife passed away. And I'll be honest, his wife wasn't a very nice person. She was this older, mean 
white lady that just didn't seem warm to any of us kids growing up in this here apartment complex. But, to her credit, she was a fantastic gardener. Our front yard and our backyard had the most beautiful variety of plants. A rose bush every two feet, it seemed and a different type just about every different type that you could imagine I remember our backyard at a bird bath where hummingbirds would gather and bathe and I imagine they lived nearby There was always butterflies in the spring, June bugs in the summer, and bees just about year-round. And as a kid, it just seemed natural, like, of course, all these things are here, but it was because, despite her less than warm demeanor, Peggy did her best to keep the gardening at the apartment's beautiful and thriving and just overall wonderfully presentable unfortunately after her passing the owner Louis did his best to maintain what he could However, as the years went on and slowly but surely certain plants faded away, he didn't necessarily have the skill to keep up what she had grown. of course was more handy more aware of the ins and outs of the actual building maintenance so although the outside suffered a bit he made sure to regularly paint the apartments both outside and inside and he also was 
more than accommodating for whatever reasonable modifications we sought to be done. The best I can think of is when we moved in, there was a rug both in the living room and in the two bedrooms. And that was all removed down to the hard wood flooring, which we waxed and maintained all with his blessing. Now, unfortunately, there was some time, some times where we would clash. Most of the time, it was minor things. A sink clog, maybe a bathtub clog, a toilet clog, things like this where despite our parents' best efforts, perhaps us children had a mischievous hand in causing the problems. But he would understand and do his best to take care of us. One specific incident I can think of. Back in high school, shortly after, definitely breaking up with my first girlfriend. I perhaps didn't think take things too well and it was a difficult time I don't know if it was the first gentleman my ex dated after me or the next one or the one after that One day, we woke up to our windows being smashed. And I remember letting my mother know that it was very likely a childish retaliation from this ex and her current boyfriend which was fine she understood but when we told our landlord Louis he became very upset 
And it wasn't that it wasn't a situation caused on purpose or an unreasonable request to have the windows replaced. It's that it so happens to be that the apartment we live in was the apartment his mother lived in until she passed. And somehow I think not just the idea of the work involved with replacing the broken windows. Something about bringing this type of negative energy to the place didn't sit well with him. And I wasn't aware at the time, but my mother let me know afterwards that it seemed like he let her know that it might be might be reasonable for him to consider evicting us just to avoid further problems. And I guess upon hearing that, my mother cried. And she cried. And she cried want to come back inside so that we would see her. And upon realizing the gravity of his words, Louie let my mother know that she shouldn't worry and that it was okay. He understood it wasn't anything done by us on purpose. And that the windows would be taken care of and we could just move on. Us children had basically grown up here. This was the only home we have ever known to this day. And despite his anger and understandable hurt, he seemed to understand that as well. Interesting side note, that particular ex-girlfriend and whatever boyfriend she had do this to our windows, I ended up getting a blowjob from her in his car. 
so life is funny in that way. than they were willing to take on. 
they just wanted the rent. Inevitably, they ended up putting the apartments up for sale. But not before painting them the ugliest, cheapest fucking shade of beige, cheap paint that you could buy at any hardware store. They ripped out any surviving plants. They put in pay washing machines and a pay dryer. And basically just stripped away all the charm and all the unique things that made this place so beautiful once. Finally, they were able to sell the property to a local real estate management firm. That is Brabant. And although I had known the name It wasn't until they bought our complex that I realized this one single property management firm seems to own not just every other apartment complex here in Southgate, but just about every single apartment complex in my neighboring town of Huntington Park. And it fucking sucks. Because now people who own the place I grew up in, I don't even know who they fucking are. There's a property manager that comes around and picks up trash, trims some leaves every other week or month really whenever it seems they can or feel like it. 
but I don't believe that they're the owners because on the side of the building, Bravent put up a sign. And if you drive around Los Angeles, and if you look carefully enough, you'll see that little sign outside of these properties. Owned and managed by Brabant Property Management. That's good and fine, but when you see that sign on every other property around town, I can't help but wonder how many close relationships like the one my family had with Louie are now simply a thing of the past. Because any property that doesn't have that sign, it clearly means it's still privately owned. But eventually, those properties are given up by greedy children or unfortunate passings of owners. It just seems like sooner than later this whole fucking town is going to belong to Brabant. And the thing about Brabant is they don't give a fuck if you've lived there 20 years, 30 years. If you call them and you say, hey, some rats got into my apartment. Sure take care of the problem. You better fucking believe, though. Your rent is going up next month. Because the moment they have to spend any kind of money on taking care of their property that you live in, you will be punished for it.
you know, when Louie's kid sold the apartment. I think I naively thought that it would go to another private owner. And all through the process, as they literally turned a beautiful apartment complex into a drab, ugly, shitty-looking piece of... I just remember hating them every step of the way. But oddly, now, that the owner is just a faceless fucking pile of cash, I almost wish I could go back to those days. Possibly, eventually, no one will own anything and everything will be rented, a subscription service that you think benefits you, except for when you die have nothing, nothing to fucking show for a lifetime of running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And of course, I'm hopeful, but doubtful that we might be able to do something similar here. But I think we all know as Americans we don't really work towards was what is best for all of us if we think we can still profit or benefit from the otherwise. So, I will quietly hope Although I know in my heart it is unlikely. I can't really think of <laughs> any other tragedy greater than this. So before I go, I will thank my executive producers. If you would like to be an executive producer for the 2AM podcast, you can do so by going over to patreon.com slash 2AM pod that is T-W-O-A-M-P-O-D and signing up for a monthly contribution if you are not able to or simply don't want to that is perfectly fine the show is still free for you to enjoy although I don't know sometimes I don't think there's much to enjoy here (laughs) you can of course always sign up and tell me to go fuck myself those of you that do will obviously get a shout out on the show That'll be all for this week. Next week will be the last week before Halloween weekend. I still don't know what my plans will be, but I am sure I will know by then. I will not spin my tires much longer. As always, take care of yourself, children.
Yeah, I'm like, was out of the picture. I'm out on that one. It's like I thought the money could fill the void, but really, it's just sustained an endless, gaping space of hopelessness. And I try to fill it with this gear to make myself feel better, but really, I'm just, I'm just lost. You know. Can you please stop rolling the cameras? Seriously, stop. 